Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm actually solo for this podcast. I wanted to take a moment and share with you some of my thoughts regarding personalized learning. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and hopefully I spark reflection and growth for you. One of the things I did was attach a document. I'm going to give you a second to download this document. You're going to need it. It's going to make sense as I talk. You'll need to reference this document while I'm talking. But there's four different environments found in this document. There's a legacy learning environment, it's a differentiated environment, an individualized environment, and then finally a personalized learning environment. So when looking at this, we know that our goal is to personalize the learning environment or personalize the learning experience for our students. Not only is it in Kaylin 2020, we know that research says this is the best thing we can do in order to help kids learn and grow. Personalize that learning environment. However, when you look at this, I think naturally we think, well, then is legacy learning environment wrong? No, it's not. None of these environments are wrong. And let me give you a perfect example of why. I've always been a huge Project Chris fan. I used the Project Chris strategies in my classroom. Loved it so much that I've carried it throughout my career, and I'm even a, a, a certified Project Chris trainer. When you go to whatworksclearinghouse.com, Project Chris is the only perfect score in educational research. Let me restate that. Project Chris is the only perfect score in educational research. That's unheard of. That is unheard of. That's how powerful Project Chris is. Now, I'm not plugging Project Chris. I just want to make a point that many of the strategies found within Project Chris would be considered a legacy learning environment. So that's why I say you can't look at any one of these environments and say, well, this is better than that one and this one's better than that one. What you need to do is say, what do my students need and how can I get them there? We know if we can personalize the learning environment, that's the best method. However, it might not be the most appropriate at all times. What we need to do, though, is build a foundation. Because if we have students come into our classroom and we say, this is what I need you to know, now go have at it, it's going to fail. It's going to fail miserably. If we don't create a foundation, which I think that's our job in middle school, personalized learning will never happen. What do I mean by creating a foundation? Well, Project Chris strategies are great because not only is it can they be used in a legacy learning environment, they also help you differentiate. They also help you individualize. And then eventually, if you continue to utilize these strategies, they could be used by students in a personalized learning environment. So every environment is important, especially at our building as we create a foundation. And so many of you are differentiating by using choice. And I love hearing about all of it. I love when you guys say, hey, Brian, I'm giving them four or five different choices of them being able to show me what they know and how they know it. And that's awesome. And I think what you're doing is creating a foundation for that personalized learning environment to be successful. So keep up the great work. But I also want to share with you that it doesn't always have to be personalized. It shouldn't always be legacy. It shouldn't always be differentiated or individualized or personalized. What we need to do is look at our students first and then based on their needs, figure out what environment are they going to be successful in. So let me give you an example of how I would use that. If I was thrown back into the classroom, one of the units I taught was communicable diseases. One of the lessons that I took a day or two on was sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> yeah, think about that. 
You think I'm going to personalize learning environment for that lesson? Uh-uh. No way. No, 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 no. What I'm going to do is probably more of a legacy learning environment. Now, granted, I'm going to use some type of reading strategy, literacy strategy, that's going to be beneficial and help them learn. But it's going to be done more in a legacy environment. I'm not personalizing that. I'm not that crazy. However, in that same unit, I talked about influenza. Now, that would be a great topic for my students to potentially personalize their learning experience. Why? They can handle it. And also, they have background knowledge. They can really apply that background knowledge and create more of an individualized or personalized lesson for that particular topic. So it shows you that within a unit, I can go in and out of the four different areas or the four different learning environments based on the needs of my kids. So the funny thing is that very next unit I taught was non-communicable diseases, heart disease, cancer, and so on. I would do everything I could to try to personalize that learning environment. Why? Because my students can handle it. And my students, unfortunately, have probably experiences with some of those non-communicable diseases with family members and friends. I believe I could differentiate easier. I believe I could individualize it. I believe I could personalize it. So I would take that entire unit and do that. However, with the communicable diseases, depending on what was being taught in the topic, I'm probably not going to personalize. So it's okay to go in and out of these different learning environments. And then let me stress again, it, it, you have to create a foundation. And many of the times when you're creating a foundation, it's within a legacy environment. It's within a differentiated learning environment. And that's okay. Because eventually the goal is, yes, I can get to that personalized learning environment and my students are going to thrive because of it. So my final thoughts, if you're at that point of, I'm still grappling with personalized learning in my room and how it looks, that's okay. I've been grappling with this for over a year now. And I finally had the guts and the courage to put this on audio so you can always listen to it. It's okay. And, and the one thing I can always say is take risks. It's okay to take risks. That's why you have the I messed up certificate. And next time you're in my office, check out all the different tally marks I have for how many times I've already messed up this year. It's okay to take a risk and for it to not go well. Reflect. Make it better. Turn that, turn that mistake or that mess up into something positive that's going to help students. I always say I don't expect perfection. I expect improvement. This is a marathon, not a sprint. You have, we have to be thinking years out when it comes to personalized learning. This is not going to happen overnight. This is not going to happen a year. This is not going to happen in two years. This is a journey. And if you embrace that journey, our students will benefit in the end. So I encourage you to keep taking those risks. I encourage you to collaborate. I've talked to so many of you that went on a tot last week during tot week and got so much from your colleagues. A handful of you said, I actually went back that day and, and tried something I watched in one of my colleagues' classroom. That's awesome. Keep doing it. Keep taking those risks. Keep learning from each other. Keep being awesome. Our kids deserve it. I have so much faith in you. Keep being awesome. Thanks for listening. Until next time.